If there's one thing that I have come to realize in the vast decades I've been alive, it's that I am literally my own worst enemy. And I know that. You know, it's something that I've had to come to terms with. I don't like speaking negatively about myself. But you know what? I feel that I need to be really transparent with you all today and just share some of the things that go on maybe in my head that maybe you are also dealing with. Maybe you're struggling with a few things. You're resisting moving forward in your life. You're resisting change. You're resisting your giftings or even your purpose, which I talk a lot about. So I want to tackle that subject today, but I don't want you to see my life as some example to strive for. Instead, I want you to see it as it truly is. Me living my life and showing you some of the things that I have to personally deal with in order to be the person I really truly want to be to live the life I want to live, to create the life I want to live. And I'm going to share a few experiences that some of my friends have had in conversations that we've had just even over in the past couple of weeks, we went away to a cottage and chatted about this particular subject of resistance. Why is it that we resist being the fullest version of ourselves? And how can we start moving forward in a way that's practical, in a way that's honest, in a way that feels really good. So I'd love for you to stay tuned for this entire episode because at the end, I'm going to give you some questions that I hope will help you to navigate these particular things in your life. These internal, external resistance that you feel like you might be bumping up against every single day. So let's get to it. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey friend, welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp, and I'm really glad that you're here. You know, I love hanging out with you. I look forward to releasing every one of these episodes on Tuesdays and just hearing back from you. In fact, just before I press record for this particular episode, I got a text message from one of my good friends and former clients, Sylvia, and she was talking about last week's episode with Edward Miller. And she said that she loved it, that she loved it so much she listened to it twice. I laughed about that because it literally was one of my favorite episodes to record. And if you haven't already had a chance to listen to this particular episode, it's 136 with Edward Miller. And it's just all about learning to love yourself and what it's like to accept who you are. And he talks about this beautiful mantra and way of living it. It's a meditative practice called Ho'oponopono. And it was just really so interesting. And I loved talking to him. So make sure you put that on your list of episodes to listen to, because I really believe that it is going to just really fuel your soul. But today we're going to switch gears just a little bit. We're talking about resistance. And it's something that I have probably wanted to talk about for some time now, but I've been resisting it. 
so I haven't done it. I have been resisting it because it is a tough topic to talk about. It is something that we all struggle with and we don't want to talk about. It's something that we all have to deal with on a daily basis, whether we're running our own business, whether we're running our own household, whether we are in a relationship with someone, or we just want to be creative or purposeful with our lives. The resistance to being who we were truly created to be. The resistance to actually fulfilling our purpose and the resistance to walking in like the most authentic version of ourselves. Now, if you've been online in any capacity over the past few years, if you are an online business owner, or if you just kind of take up space in Instagram, you know that you see people all the time talking about the good stuff talking about what they've achieved, what they've accomplished, how great their lives are. You see kind of like the end result of someone's experience. You see the after and you don't always see the before and you definitely don't see the during. Now it's the process, it's the in-between part that we really feel the most resistance to getting to that end goal, to getting to that, that finish line, so to speak, which by the way, we never really get to, let's be honest here. It's all a journey and it's all, it's all uh, moving towards where we want to be in our lives and growing and learning and just uh, growing in, in relationship with ourselves, with God, with each other. And I think sometimes when we are so focused on the end and so focused on what we want to be or what we want to do or what we want to have, that we miss the experience of growth and we miss the experience that we learn from the resistance in our lives. Now, I wanted to talk about this because you may have encountered people within your own life, whether they are people you look up to, authority figures in your life, whether they be people from church or school or even just mentors that you've had that you just like really look up to. It could be people who've just been influencing you uh, through social media that maybe you don't even know. You don't even know their whole story. You don't even know who they are, but they influence you. And I have those people in my life as well. Of course, coaches. Now, as you know, as a coach myself, I have a lot of friends who are in the coaching industry. So people that I knew before, people that I knew as I started taking coach training, people that I met through being online or being in collaborations. And, you know, it really runs the gamut. Coaches, not all coaches are the same and not all coaches are who they appear to be. And it's a struggle that I've had over the past few years, even in my own business with authenticity, because I think that I've struggled with this whole notion that people are not revealing the truest versions of themselves and they are not being authentic and honest about what they struggle with and who they are and that they don't. And they don't really share that they don't really have it all together. And so it's been this kind of feeling, this resistance that I have been personally feeling. 
and a lot of the reason why sometimes I don't put myself out there. Now, I want to backtrack and tell you a little bit about a story that I kind of went through when I was a teenager. And I have this one friend. I hope she doesn't mind me outing her, my friend, my good friend, Nancy. She and I have been friends for a very, very long time. And she is like classic, like um, flirt. (laughs) She's got, she is like the best flirter I have ever encountered in my whole life. But anyways, she would like, she could flirt to a wall. Like, I mean, she just got it going on. She, you know, has this way with words and way with movement. And, you know, it was something that I wanted to be like, but I would look at other people who are flirting and I would think to myself, like, I don't want to have to be something to garner the attention or the affection of someone. I don't want to have to change myself or force myself to be something and, you know, flirt with them and like look doe eyed. And, and I have this like real uh, resistance in my life to being flirtatious, to being affectionate, to being um, physical in any capacity whatsoever. This is like when I was a teenager. Well, it went into my adulthood. Let's be real here. But my friend Nancy was so good at it. Like she was so good at just navigating that space in her life. And for me, it was a real struggle and it was a real issue for me. And I started to realize a lot later in life that even in that uh, area of my life, you know, just being flirtatious and getting the attention of people, that I was resisting getting attention from people in a way that I didn't want the attention from them. So if it was um, negative attention, or if it was something that I felt uncomfortable with, I didn't want that kind of attention. So I figured if I didn't actually follow through with being flirtatious, or I didn't put myself out there, then I wouldn't get that attention. Problem solved, right? So here, here we are, you know, fast forward back to now. It's the same struggle. I've struggled with putting myself out there because I fear that I'm not going to get the attention that I want, or I'm going to get unwanted attention. That is something that I'm not looking for. And I might be uncomfortable, and it might be too much for me. And so I have decided in myself that, okay, well, I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not going to be authentic. I'm not going to be honest. And I definitely don't want to reveal too much or be too vulnerable. Because what if people really know the true me? What if they're exposed to the person that I kind of keep hidden away? My friends joke about it and they say that past midnight that this other version of Andrea appears. It's kind of like the unfiltered version of Andrea. And it's when I say and do things that I just don't give two shits about. (laughs) Let's be real. I just don't. I will say whatever. I will do whatever. And it doesn't really matter to me because it's late and I'm tired and the filter is gone. Now, sometimes I think about that and I think, you know what, what if I was that version all of the time? What would happen? Would all of these negative outcomes happen or would it really like actually propel me towards being the most authentic version of myself. But I resist it. I resist being that person. So I want to talk 
about a couple forms of resistance that we all face, whether it's you and your online business or you being creative and collaborating with people or just even putting yourself out there in the world. Because if you feel like there is something you truly, truly desire and you are not achieving it, you are not stepping into it, you are not actually seeing it manifest in your life, then you have a resistance towards it. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about why you have a resistance towards it and what you can do about it. So the first one we're going to talk about is like this external resistance. So a lot of that comes from the situations that you might find yourself in, you know, maybe not even of your own choosing. It's being in places or environments that perhaps are, you know, unwanted or toxic. And you may feel as though you truly desire to move forward in your life, but you are in an environment that does not create uh, any kind of movement. It does not allow for creativity. It does not allow for, you know, just being yourself or having ideas or even speaking up. And maybe you feel as though you've been really pressed down for a really, really long time and you feel hemmed in almost to some degree. Well, that resistance is often, you know, feeling as though there are external resistances to maybe where you want to go. I felt that way, you know, when it comes to living situations, I felt that way when it comes to work environments. And I've even uh, felt that way when it comes to being in church communities, which I've talked about at length here on the podcast and feeling as though I can't actually step into the fullest version of myself because there are these things that are happening around me, these people that want me to be a certain way. And I am allowing myself to live up to their expectations, which are not very high. And so I'm hemming myself in. Looking into that resistance and leaning into external resistance means a lot of self-reflection and becoming aware of what it is that you truly want. And do you fit in this community? Do you really want to live where you are? Maybe you live alone and you want to live with people, or maybe it's the opposite. You are with people and you want to be alone because you feel as though that would really help you to be more yourself. Maybe it's that you found yourself in a position where you're being gaslighted. And the more you try to step into the truest version of yourself, people are actually holding you back and keeping you from being that person. You know, I've experienced a significant amount of spiritual abuse within my own life that I really didn't understand for a really long time. But what I started to see as I went through therapy and as I started to deconstruct my faith was that the spiritual abuse that I was really going through was this manipulation and gaslighting. And it was holding me hostage in really being what other people wanted me to be. It, want, it was really to elevate them or elevate where they were at or to bring attention to the community that we were in or to serve their purpose or their vision or, you know, like the list goes on. 
But what I started to realize was that there was part of me that was not able to just be myself because I was trying to be what other people wanted me, me to be. I was trying to get their approval, their attention, and to fit into the community, which was really a form of abuse and manipulation. And so I just stopped being myself. It took a really long time for me to actually come to terms with the fact that these external resistance that I was facing, they were actually keeping me from really being intentional about my life to stepping into the fullest version of myself. Now, I need to just throw this out there because in no way am I just assuming that the environment you're in is going to be toxic or negative or even that your living situation is that because that's not always the case. Maybe it's just something else that you feel resistance to, like your job, your boss. Maybe it's a partner. Maybe you feel like it's just like nonstop. And these are things that you got to ask yourself. These are questions that you actually have to get really honest with yourself about and say, so am I really like looking at what they expect of me or am I living in what I expect of me? Which is hard enough as it is. So these are some of the external resistances that you may be feeling to moving towards who you truly want to be. Being authentic, being the the most authentic version of yourself. So now let's kind of um, move into the internal resistance. Now, as you may know, I am a one on the Enneagram. This has been something that I both have loved and hated because I feel like I'm a classic one on the Enneagram but I also feel like it has held me back. This is something I'm trying to actively change and reframe within my own life because this negative inner voice that I have, I want to see it as something different, but I know that I've got to do the work in order to to have that happen. It doesn't just magically change overnight. And it's doing some of the mindset work that I even do with clients. I do with myself like every single morning. And and so maybe your internal resistance is that negative critical voice inside. It is maybe just the things that you have said about yourself like I'll never get there or I'll never be enough or maybe it's just like I am too much to handle or I wish I was more gifted. You probably have those phrases that repeat kind of like a ticker tape running through your mind all the time. And they're the resistance that you feel to truly being yourself. Another one is not trusting your own instincts. And now I've been in therapy where one of my therapist said, you know, Andrea, there's only like 10% of the population that has common sense. I laughed about that because I thought to myself, that can't be true. People have common sense. They know. They don't know. People don't know. Most people have no clue. But here's the thing. We all do have an internal regulator. We all have like the inner voice that just even if we're not listening to it, we can hear it because it goes off like alarm bells at times. And sometimes it's just like this feeling, this knowing. You may call it your God voice. You may call it Holy Spirit. 
you may call it just like your own instinct you know it has so many different references and each one of them I'm not here to debate or even to tell you what it is but what I am saying is that you do have it and that you can listen to it and I kind of feel personally myself like my gut instinct is my connection my divine connection so it's like leaning into the divine presence And it's that connecting point where it's like this check for me. Should I go this way or should I not? And I generally know, even before I ask someone else's advice or before I make a decision, it's like this inner knowing something is not right. But your inner resistance, your internal resistance often wants to fight with your gut instinct. It wants to say that it's not valid or true because it is trying to keep you safe. Why, you ask? Well, it's trying to keep you safe from things that have happened in your past. Your subconscious is working on overdrive, trying to keep you from repeating old stories, from being in harmful situations, from you know, that, that feeling of being bullied as a kid or someone saying something hurtful or negative or the rejection you felt from a relationship in your life or that, that feeling that you got when you got fired and it, and it doesn't want you to have to go through that again. So it's trying to keep you safe. So it, it, it really almost plays against sometimes your gut instinct Because your gut instinct is going to lead you to things that are uncomfortable. It's going to lead you to step out and be the fullest version of yourself. It's not going to keep you safe and small and hidden and doing the same old thing all the time. It's actually going to push you forward. It's a driver. It's not in neutral. So if you feel that resistance, then oftentimes it is that fight between you making that decision to move forward and your subconscious trying to keep you safe. Another one, which one of my friends talked about when we went away just the past, um, I guess it was about a week and a half ago now, but it's like fearing that You are either too much or not enough. And this is what she said, which like, I just honestly, when she said it, I want to, I just want to say her, her exact words. She said, sometimes I feel like I'm resisting the 100% version of myself because people are already having a difficult time with the 40%. When she said that, like I literally like took my breath away. Because whether you feel like you have a big personality or not, you can resonate with that. Because so often we think, you know, if I'm giving this and people are already having a hard time with this, what would they be having a hard time with if I just showed up as myself and showed up as the most authentic version of myself? I think about different times in my own life where I've not shown up as myself, because I wanted to present this version of me that 
was polished and was bra like, I don't know it wasn't even me I just I'm thinking about it now and I'm as I'm trying to articulate it like let's just be okay can we just be real here so last year and I think I've talked about this on the podcast as well but last year I was in a relationship where I I wanted to present like this great version of me. I wanted to show like all the best attributes of myself. And in doing so, I actually just didn't show up and I wasn't myself. And the relationship crashed and burned like really, really quickly. And it was somebody that I cared about and somebody I wanted to be with, but I just couldn't seem to reveal myself because I thought that if he knew who I really was or what kind of accompanied me into the relationship, he wouldn't want to be with me. And it's entirely possible that he was also feeling the same thing because usually we are attracting what we are projecting. And so I would imagine that it would be very similar for him. But I can't say for sure. I I only know what I experienced and what I felt. And even the other day when I was walking, thinking about, you know, the past and that particular relationship and the fact that I didn't show up as the fullest version of myself, like I didn't show up, you know, even just being honest about what I liked and didn't like. I didn't show up with, you know, saying these are the struggles that I really have and this is the fear in my life and this is what I'm hopeful for, but I, I'm just struggling with because I just honestly wanted to show that I had it all together and hopefully that person would then choose me. That doesn't, it's not how it works. That's not how life works because no one wants to be in relationship with somebody who's perfect. They want someone who's real and honest and brings all of themselves to the table. But I was afraid to bring all of myself to the table. Kind of like my friend said she was afraid to be 100% of her because what if people were already struggling with the 40%? Okay. Now let's talk about value because all of this leads to us not valuing who we are as, as individuals, not valuing what we prioritize, not valuing our belief system, not valuing um, innately who it is that we truly want to be and are trying to become. I believe that the person you are today is not the person you're going to be in three months, in five years, in, you know, at the end of your life. You're in constant growth. So you're constantly becoming the person you were meant to be. So we're always changing and we're always growing. Another internal resistance that we often feel is thinking that the problem is with other people and not ourselves. And thinking that, oh, well, it's just what they think, or it's just that they are not willing to allow us to do this, or it's that if they would do this, and it's like always putting it off on somebody else, always kind of deferring and deflecting the issue. And often that is because of the story we tell ourselves about our lives, about our past, about our future. And if we continue to really just create these false narratives about our lives 
then we're going to live into them and we are never going to really be able to push past the things we need to push past. We're never going to be able to lean into that physical resistance that we are feeling, each of us are feeling. We make excuses for why we haven't accomplished or achieved what we want to do. We make excuses for not going to the gym. We make excuses for not showing up on time. We make excuses for not being present in conversations. We make excuses for so many things in our lives. And further to that, all of this resistance leads to procrastinating because we are afraid if we actually start moving forward that we will have to get out of our comfort zones. And that is a form of self-sabotage. So we are already actively sabotaging our future success, the future outcome, because we do, we do not want to have to deal with what comes next, because that would mean that it's going to change something, good or bad, it's going to change it. So maybe you've been experiencing that in your life right now, where you're like, you're making excuses for yourself, why you're not doing something. You're procrastinating, you're holding back, you are saying, I'll do it at this point. You are like moving deadlines, trying to change things, trying to like give yourself more time. Well, if I do this, it'll be, I'll have, you know, more opportunity to spend time on it. It'll be better outcome, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm talking about. And all of those things are, are really just symptoms of us not being able to lean into the resistance because the resistance is uncomfortable. Think about the physical resistance you feel when you are working out or you are running or you are trying to lift a heavy box off the ground. It's resistance because you are trying to do something that your body is like, uh, can you not do that? Can you not try to make me have to move this heavy box? Or can you not run five kilometers because this is hard? Or can you not make a change, a significant change in your life? Because then we're all going to feel uncomfortable with what happens. And you know, as well as I know, that our bodies are so smart. And, and going kind of back to that gut instinct, it's all about really listening to our bodies, listening to our emotions, listening to the spirit, because we are so complex. Oftentimes, when I have faced resistance in my own life, I've had a physical manifestation happen, whether it's fatigue, headaches, um, flu-like symptoms, uh, you name it, anxiety, depression, and I'm not diminishing mental health in any way at all. But for me, it has come in the form of being anxious. It has come in the form of, um, you know, experiencing that like extreme fatigue and being lethargic and feeling like I don't want to do it. My body is resisting the change. It is resisting. And I just make excuses and go, well, I guess, you know, I should just rest and I just should, you know, just allow myself this time and blah, blah, blah. And yes, I think sometimes that is true. And we have to really be listening for that. Like, is it time to rest? 
or is it time to push through? And similarly, it's our emotions. It's like, you know, you might be feeling irritability and frustration and anger. Maybe you're feeling just so, um, just so frustrated with the the lack of movement. You're feeling um, like you're never going to get there. You're feeling disappointed in yourself. You're feeling disappointed in others. You're feeling all of these things. And that's also resistance And you have to pay attention to those emotions and see what are they telling me? What are they trying to indicate to me? Because I'm feeling them for a reason. And then the last one, of course, is the spiritual resistance. Because maybe we're out of alignment with where we feel like we should be going. And for me, that looks a lot like just being in spiritual alignment, connection with God and with the divine and Not that I think that I can go wrong or I can be out of the will of God, which is something that I had to deal with for a long time. And that's a theological thing that some people may disagree with. And that's okay. I'm okay if you you disagree with me on that. Um, But what I am saying is, is that we are often feeling like we resist when we are out of alignment, when we feel like we're not really kind of walking towards that purpose, that God purpose, that thing in our lives that is going to drive us to to be who we were created to be. So it's a lot, right? I want to say to you, friend, that when you see people and they are thriving or they are accomplishing or they are doing or they are influencing in some way and it's like oh my gosh like they are just like look at their lives and how amazing their lives are well first of all they've probably had to go through a lot to get there secondly it is not as pretty as they are making it out to be because they've had to go through stuff They've had to go through the resistance and sometimes they're honest about that and sometimes they're not. And quite often people are even successful that, you know, they just get successful. It, it, it's like it, it, there's no formula to success. There's no formula to arriving. Some people just get there and some people have to lean into the resistance and actually have to move towards where they are going and feel that resistance in a way that feels really difficult at times. So I want to ask you a couple questions as we go today. And the first one is, what is your body actually saying to you right now? What are your emotions saying to you? What is that God voice saying to you? Because if you can tune into that, if you can just get in alignment with that God voice, with what your emotions are saying and with what your physical body is doing, you will be guided and directed to really understand what it is that you are resisting and why. Because when you know that you're resisting something specifically and why you are resisting it, that is when you can make the change and that is when you can make the shift. That is when you can flip your mindset and reframe it. And you may say, well, how? Okay, well, that's a longer uh, explanation that we could talk about. We can, you can DM me, you can send me an email. We can talk about it in a coaching conversation. 
Um, because that's really is going to be individual. It's, it's, it's really something that everybody is going to go through on their own and it's going to be their own individual journey and processes. I can't just give you a formula of how that works out. I just have to say this, that oftentimes it's really understanding the resistance and understanding why our bodies, our minds, and our spirits are kind of resisting what it is that we want to do or um, how we see ourselves in the future, and then actually coming up with something that we can move through and getting past that uncomfortability and getting past those um, markers of procrastination, of making excuses for ourselves, of being in a position where we are in the wrong environment, in a, in a community that just does not um, champion our success. And then the second thing is just really getting honest about what is the resistance. Maybe your gut instinct is already telling you something right now. It's saying, you know what, you know what the resistance is and you've got to lean into it and you've got to get accountable to it and you've got to start moving towards what it is that you feel called, you feel purpose to do. And it's taking those brave steps. It is being accountable to people. It is getting in conversation and being honest and vulnerable and transparent with the people in your lives. Now, I want to kind of go back to that conversation that I was I was talking about with these women that I went to the cottage with. We had this conversation about resistance, and this is kind of what spurred on this whole topic of the podcast today. And I'll tell you what, as I was listening to them talk about resistance, and I was even recording the conversation I was just like, just dumbfounded, honestly, because I'm like, these amazing women all feel doubt and insecurity on some level. And they are leaders and influencers. They are gifted, 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 gifted as speakers, as communicators, as coaches. They are doing amazing things in the world, and yet they are facing their own resistance, whether it's internal, whether it's external. And as we were talking, I said, what if we showed up as the fullest version of ourselves? Like, what if we all came into this weekend showing up as the fullest version of ourselves? What would it, what would have transpired? What would have taken place? How would we have been different? Which led to a deeper conversation, which led to us all committing to one another that we are actually going to go through a 30-day resistance challenge. And it's going to encompass our body, soul, and spirit. And it's something that I'm excited about because I feel like it's not only going to be revealing for me, but revealing for them and also help us to grow in connection with one another and spur each other on and champion each other on to becoming the women that we know we were meant to be. So I say all this, friend, to, to tell you this. Nobody has it all together. No one. No influencer, no coach, no pastor, no mentor. Everyone is struggling with their own resistance. So don't be fooled by what you see online. Don't be fooled by what you see on Instagram. Do not be fooled by what people are telling you. 
Because if they are moving forward, they, if they're being truly honest and transparent and authentic about their lives, they're going to tell you these are the things that I have been resisting, doing, and why, and why I'm going to just plow right through them. I'm going to get to the other side. It is kind of an equalizer. Let's put it that way. Where you are in your journey right now, there is going to be a level of of resistance. And perhaps as you move forward, as you move through it, you might experience yet another level of resistance in your life. That's normal and you should expect it. But you may not know how to deal with it. You may not know exactly when to identify it and how to identify it and what to do. That is something I'd love to help you with. But I hope this just whole podcast has helped you. But if you want to go further, if you want to, if you want to really push through the resistance, if you are committed to pushing through the resistance and you want someone to champion you, you want someone to pull the purpose, the potential out of you, my friend, I want to work with you. I want to help you because I I don't want you to see you struggle with the same things I struggle with year after year after year because I thought that I needed to be a certain way in order to get where I needed to go. And I didn't need help and I didn't need support. The truth was I did and I needed to be honest and I needed to be transparent and I needed to be myself. It's easy. We can work together. I'll even coach you for 30 minutes for free to see if it's the right fit for you. So you don't have to worry about any of that. This is no bait and switch. This is just an honest and honest offer to you, friend. I've been there. I know what it's like. I'm going through it myself. And I want to help you move forward. You can do that. Just go to my website, andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule and make a 30 minute appointment with me. Or if you're even just ready and you're like, Andrea, Let's work together. We can do that too. I hope this has helped you. I feel as though this is something that I just needed just to share with you. I just needed to put out there with you. And I've loved hanging out with you today. I hope that we can do this again. I hope that you will tune in next week. And I hope that you will connect with me on social media, on Instagram, at at Miss Crispy. You can find me on Facebook. I even have a, a private Facebook group that I'm in every day. And I want to encourage you and I want to encourage you on your journey. All those links are going to be in the show notes and you can just grab those links. Find me over there. Friend, I love you. Until next time. Remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.